guys, welcome to the Take a Seat, Not a Side podcast with your hosts, Kelsey and Brian. This is the podcast where we ask you to take a seat, but not a side. Unless it's mine. No, mine. We missed you. Gosh, it's so weird when you don't do a podcast for two weeks. Like, we really missed being able to come on here. But like we said in the live, we just wanted it to be genuine. So now we're actually excited to be back. And that's just what we needed. We needed to be excited about it. So, And for those of you that don't know what she's talking about, um, we talked about it on our live last week a little bit. And we we've posted it on our Facebook and on our our personal pages, but um we had to put down our our Kylie a couple weeks ago, um Saturday the twenty seventh. It was just, I mean she was she was really healthy all week, and then she started getting pretty sick on Friday out of nowhere. Um, she was only eight years old. She started having she started having some seizures on Friday. We took her into the vets, and um, by Saturday they were too they were too intense, and we found out that she actually had a hemangiosarcoma, and there's nothing they could do about it. And so we had to say goodbye to her. Um, that was that was really hard for us. So we obviously took that week off, and we decided to take another week off um, the following weekend. My parents came up, you know, we decided to rescue another dog, so that was taking up a lot of our time, and we just really needed to focus on that and focus on our family, and I think it was definitely important to take that time. And also, like I said before, we want to come back and we want to be genuine when we're on here, and we were just sad, like super sad. (laughs) And it just wouldn't have been authentic if we came on here and tried to joke around. It just wasn't how we were feeling. So, And while we are still, I mean, we still get sad about Kylie. Um, I think we always will. But as Kelsey said, we rescued a, another puppy. And we feel like we're doing it in honor of Kylie because we, I mean, we rescued her six years ago. And it's just it was just me, Kelsey, and Kylie. And we just have so much love to give to you know, a rescue dog, and we gave that to Kylie, and we just felt like it, you know, might be a little unfair if we didn't give that to another dog if we if we had the opportunity, which brings up the, the crazy story of how we got Kira, um, and I, again, I mentioned this a little bit on our live, so this might be something you guys have already heard, but um, after we said goodbye to Kylie, it was, it was, our house was just really empty, so Kelsey and I talked, and we decided that we would put some applications in for some rescue shelters just so when we were ready and there was a good match, we would, we would be set and we, you know, we wouldn't miss out on a dog that we wanted. Um, so we did that. And one of the shelters that we rescued or that we, one of the rescue shelters that we applied for was white paws, German shepherd rescue in uh, green Bay. And it's, 
uh, it's funny because right after I applied for them, I found out that my cousin, Carrie Ann Halverson, actually fosters through them. So I reached out to her and told her that we were, you know, looking for another shepherd mix. And, you know, she let us know that if she found anything or could put it on a word for us, she would. Um, but that, so that was all early last week. And we put a application in for the local humane society. They called Kelsey and said, Hey, you know, we got your application. We didn't need a couple answers from you about it. And we also need to know what dog you're interested in. So Kelsey got a little nervous because we actually didn't like any dogs on their website. They were all, I mean, they just weren't exactly what we were kind of looking for. And we didn't want to go into anything like, I didn't want to go visit a dog that I knew I wasn't going to possibly rescue. It's like false hope for the dog, too, in a way. So you made me call. (laughs) I hate making phone calls for myself. That's another story for another day. (laughs) So she makes me call and to tell them that we don't like any of their dogs. And I don't Okay, That's kind of a mean way to put it. They, They just weren't good fits for us. So I'm like, you know what? I should at least look one more time. And I looked, and there was um, a litter of four Australian cattle dog mixed puppies. And they weren't there about an hour before that when I looked. So I called, and I said, hey, um, you guys have some new puppies listed. Like, could we come see the females? And that day, they set us up for a time. And one of my coworkers was willing to stay a little bit late for me so I could go do that. One of Kelsey's coworkers stayed a little bit late for her so she could go do that. And we went and we saw um, we saw three puppies, two from this litter and then one from a one solo dog. And obviously, like Kelsey fell in love with all three of them. So that was unsurprising. But I asked the worker, I said, hey, you know, what's up with these puppies? Like they just got listed. What's the story? She said that on Saturday, the 27th, which is the day that we said goodbye to Kylie. There was a bus heading from Texas to Green Bay, and they broke down in our little town of Jackson, which is about two hours from Green Bay. And the bus had to call the local Humane Society and say, hey, like, we broke down. We have all these dogs. We, we're not going to make it to Green Bay. Do you have any room for them? And the Humane Society said, sure, send them all over. Like, we can, we can make it work, um, which is just crazy. She said that's never happened before, like. A bus breaking down and them needing to like take these puppies in last minute. So that was kind of that was kind of crazy. So we ended up falling in love with one of the puppies, and I messaged Carrie Ann to tell her, "Hey, you know, we I think we're gonna adopt one of these dogs. That she doesn't need to be looking for me anymore." And she says, "And that this is just crazy." She says, "Oh wow, I, I, that's probably the bus that was headed to to White Paws German Shepherd Rescue." All we knew was that a bus, one of our buses broke down around Milwaukee and had to go to the Washington County Humane Society. So it's just full circle. And we, I mean, if you believe in signs, what more of a sign can you need that, like, we, we should 100%. adopt one of these dogs? So, And I don't like to get emotional about it, but you kind of do need the stars to align. Sorry. You could even keep this in. I don't care. <laughs> um, in order for it to feel right. And it just felt really right. And even when we went to go see Kira, 
she went to go leave and she like turned around and cried and dragged her paws and it was like she was picking us too yeah two of the two of the puppies we saw oh they were nice puppies but when it was time for them to leave the little meeting room they just uh moseyed on out and then kira which is what we named her um she put all four paws down she's three months old she put all four paws down on the ground looked back at kelsey and then whine like i don't want to leave them uh. so between that and the bus and the fact that we were already applying for the shelter they were going to, it was just um, a match made in heaven. Doggy so. heaven. On a lighter note, to maybe cheer Kelsey up a little bit, she's not nearly as trained as Kylie was, <laughs> so you might hear her in the background or hear us telling her to quit chewing on cords. Um, right now, she's playing with a Kong, so... Man, were we in for a little bit of a shock. I mean, she is by no means terrible. She is by no means terrible. Um, She does like to chew, but she's also teething, which we didn't have to deal with with Kylie. We got her at two. So Kylie was potty trained. Kylie wasn't teething. Kylie, for the most part, knew what to chew on and what not to chew on. Kylie could hold her bladder. Like, this is all stuff that we, it's very new to us. But definitely a good experience, definitely preparing us if we ever have kids, because holy cow, it's like a baby, 100%. So when we, um, like I said, we had a really rough week last week or the past two weeks, and one of the things that got us through it, um, we want to talk about on the podcast, so we decided to turn it into a little segment where we're going to each just give three things that right now we that we like just can be anything real quick can i backtrack for a second that second part of that two weeks by the way i just have to give a huge shout out to my parents um my mom and dad came up for my birthday not this past not this weekend that we're in right now but the past weekend they came up for my birthday my dad ended up with appendicitis, had to have an emergency surgery, get his appendix removed, stayed up here for a week, recovering, which is just insane, by the way. Of course. Of course. Sounds like a Bob story, doesn't it? Yes, that's definitely a Bob story. Comes up here, stays a week to recover, helps us with the dog, cooks us dinners, puts things up for us around the house, fixed things for us around the house. Then my mom came up this past weekend to get my dad. She's helping us with the dog. I really just have to say right away, like, A, thank you for everybody that's been so supportive of us. Like, the messages are so sweet that we've received. But, like, huge shout out to my parents. Like, super helpful. I can't even touch on it. We're lucky in that aspect. Like, okay, we're not lucky that your dad got appendicitis. (laughs) No. Sorry, Gary. Uh, But both of our families are just... You know, they knew what Kylie meant to us, even though they they never got to really meet Kylie too much because she was, you know, very skittish to strangers. But they knew what Kylie meant to us and the support that we got from all of them uh, was just, I mean, it really helped us get through it. So what's she doing over there right now? I'm just waiting for her to calm down. Sorry, everybody. Kira. Kira. Good girl. 
The dog has landed into the sleeping position. Okay, continue. <laughs> so, yeah, so Kelsey wanted to do three things that, that we like right now. And it can be anything. Um, she didn't really tell me if it should be movies or shows or food or dogs or people or Literally just three things that anything. I like. Yep. Do you want to go first? No, go ahead. Okay. I think I know what one of Brian's is, and it's actually really funny. Is it the show we've been watching? Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm glad I didn't put that on my list. However, it would have been on my list if I hadn't known that you were going to put it on your list. So. We'll just do that first. So my number one will be The Mandalorian. Is everyone shocked? So for those of you guys that don't know what The Mandalorian is, it is the new... Well, not new. It was new last year. It's a Star Wars-based TV show. And... You know, I've seen all the Star Wars, and I, I feel like this is some of the best Star Wars out there. Um, they're short episodes, or like thirty-five minute episodes. They're they're really good, um, especially season two. Season two is really bringing back a lot of the old characters, uh, whereas season one was just kind of getting to know. I'm not gonna, not I can't give spoilers. Um, but you meet some new characters and. Again, some old characters. You can't give spoilers because I just started season two. Like, I haven't even gotten through it either. So, I know, I know. I've been watching Star Wars, affiliated Star Wars shows, whatever you want to call them. So, I feel like right after everything with Kylie, we were just trying to find something to distract ourselves or to watch on TV that would just, like, not remind us of anything, essentially. And at 3 a.m., that was Kardashian reruns. But at normal hours, it was Star Wars. There was, like, a Star Wars marathon on. And I am not a huge Star Wars fan. Let me just start by saying that. But I sat there and I watched them with Brian because it was something to watch. Then he started showing me these clips from The Mandalorian, and I was like, wait a second, maybe I will enjoy this show. Like, Star Wars is fine. I'm just not that into it. Really, it, it just is what it is. But The Mandalorian, I was like, okay, well, first of all, I really like the actor. You'll have to remind me of his first name. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yes. He's in Narcos, and he was in... What else was he in that we watched recently? He's Oberon Martell in Game of Thrones. Yep. So I really like him. So that was kind of the first thing that I was like, oh, maybe I will be into this show. And then we started watching it, and I don't know what it is about it. It's so different, yet still has like a Star Wars-esque vibe to it. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on on it, but... I, the last thing I want to say about it is that um, anyone that's seen the new trilogy and lost hope in Star Wars, like, don't give it a chance. Watch The Mandalorian. It is so much better. Um, in fact, a lot of the online interwebs are talking about not even including the new trilogy in what they call canon, um, which is just what we accept as the Star Wars universe truth. I know that this is getting really nerdy, uh, but those movies were kind of bad. So 
the interwebs are are saying that that's all just like fan fiction and none of it is actually like Star Wars Bible. Whereas the Mandalorian is now getting back to what canon will be going forward. So give it a shot. So mine has been this YouTube channel called What Culture and What Culture Horror. So there's two of them. And yes, I said horror. Let me explain. I love scary movies. And these are like lists, like those online lists about like 10 horror movie scenes that changed the whole film or, you know, like things like that. 10 actors that didn't get along on set, like those kind of lists. And I'm so interested in that kind of stuff. And I've just been watching them like nonstop because I don't know, you can just listen to it. It's like a podcast, but like if you wanted to watch it, you could, or you could just listen to it while you do the laundry or take a shower. But as you can guess from our podcast, we love doing these things like guessing things and doing lists and doing rankings. And it's very much like that. So it's been very entertaining to listen to. I've kind of just been addicted to it lately. And the horror one, I love scary movies. Love them. And it's more focused on just scary movies. And it's not a lot of spoilers either. So you might even discover a movie that you didn't even know existed. So that's mine. Once again, that's what culture and what culture horror on YouTube. And I have absolutely nothing to add to that because I... It's not your thing, I know, but... So my number two is going to be a lot shorter than my number one, and it is what I'm currently drinking right now, which is McDonald's iced coffee. It's uh, sugar-free vanilla McDonald's iced coffee. I used to give you so much crap for iced coffee. I never got the point. It's like, why would you make something that's supposed to be hot, cold, just to pretend to like it? But, man, they are good. They're good, and you don't have to, like, drink them right away like you do with hot coffee. We're both drinking coffee, by the way. I have a hot coffee, and that's a good example because my hot coffee has now gone cold. So you don't have that problem. In fact, I got this last night, and it's, I mean, still tastes fine. A little gross, but we'll let it pass. So if you never had a sugar-free vanilla iced coffee from McDonald's, they cost it's like a dollar fifty. Like try one, and I, if nothing else, they are better than matcha teas. Uh, my second one is another YouTube channel. I love watching YouTube. I'll fall into like YouTube dark holes, and I'll just like go down the spiral. I have like a sinus infection right now, so my ear's been pulsing, and like it's hard to sleep. And last night, this isn't even my number two, but I fell into like a royal family YouTube hole. And you just fall into these holes and they keep showing you new videos and it's it's a mess. But my number two is Bailey Sarian on YouTube. And I did look it up. I believe that's how you're supposed to say her name. I listened to her say her own name so that I would know how to say it. Can you spell that for them? Yeah. So it's Bailey, B-A-Y. B-A-I-L-E-Y, Sarian, S as in Sam, A as in Apple, R-I-A-N. Um, and she does, she does makeup videos in general. But on Mondays, she does murder, mystery, and makeup, I believe she calls it. I could have that wrong, so sorry if I do. But it's just so interesting because I'm a true crime fan. I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. I think that I know 
everything about a case because I've watched podcasts on it or I've watched videos on it or documentaries. And then she always proves me wrong and she always like finds details that I didn't know about. So it's very interesting. In the ones where she does the true crime, she doesn't really go into details about makeup and I'm not that skilled at makeup anyways. But I do really like her videos. I think she does a lot of good research and makes it entertaining at the same time. So that way you don't get bored. So another thing that Brian can't really relate to, but I do love my true crime and I do love my scary movies. So, And then my third one is one that I think I might get you into after The Mandalorian. Now that I got you watching shows you didn't think you'd like. And that is WandaVision. So... Marvel fans are, like, really spoiled right now with um, what Marvel's releasing. Uh, WandaVision is a show from based on the Avengers and the Avengers Endgame and all, all the Avengers movies, um, focusing on Wanda Maximoff or the Scarlet Witch and her fling, which is Vision. I, I can't go too much into it without giving spoilers. If, you've, if you tried to watch it and you gave up early because it sucked, um, so did I. I... Honestly, stopped watching it after the first... I think I gave it three episodes, and I I gave up. Then about two weeks later, someone told me, hey, like you need to watch it through episode, I think it's four, or where it all wraps together. No spoilers. I cannot tell you what that is, but don't give up. If you gave up, go give it a shot. You're welcome. It just, it's one of the shows that they're releasing. They're also having a TV show um, called Loki. And they have one, they have a Hawkeye show coming out. And they have a Winter Soldier and Falcon show coming out. There's no more Avengers movies, which kind of sucks. But they are really, I mean, I'm sure they're doing it for money. But any Marvel fans out there are going to have a good 2021. Winter Soldier, that's Bucky, right? Yes. I didn't know they just called him the Winter Soldier. Like, that's his superhero name? Yes. That's so stupid. <laughs> what does it even mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here they come. How could you say that? Ah! My third one is so random. The Busy Buddy kibble nibble treat dispenser dog toy and it's saving (laughs) and it's saving my life right now so it's this purple ball and you put like it's a hard ball and you put the dog's food in it and they have to push it around to get the food out but let me tell you if you got to fold some quick laundry or something and you throw that in a bowl for your dog like bye they're gone for 20 minutes, and it has been saving my life. We originally got that for Kylie, but she didn't She didn't care for it too much. She liked a different one, like one that she would rock and the pieces would come out, but not this one. This dog loves this bowl. I don't know whether to call it a bowl or a ball, but <laughs> she loves it, and that's all that matters. What a random item, I know. but. Dog owners, I promise you, it is worth it. Go get it. I think we, what do we do? Like, we feed about two, maybe even three meals of her a day out of that. She does, she loves it. And she's a puppy, so it's like, if it's not that, then she's going to be, like, 
in your face or constantly needing something and you still have a life you know you still have to fold laundry you still have to do the dishes you still have to cook dinner so if you can give her that or give whatever dog that i promise you it's a godsend i've got a video you can post of her playing with it too so they can kind of see how it works oh yeah we'll put it on facebook like I said, we don't have kids, so we can't give any recommendations on any kid product or maternity products or anything like that. Um, we have a friend that has a great podcast that we've linked before that can help you with that, the Wobbly Toddler. But we can tell you what works for a puppy. Let me tell you. Or what, or what doesn't work. Or if it doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Um. So like we were saying before, my birthday was... So, like Kelsey said before, um, she turned 29 years old last week, March 9th. Happy belated birthday, Kelsey. Last year in my 20s. Um, originally, we were planning on doing a little birthday special for her the, uh, the week before her birthday, where I came up with a bunch of um, trivia from the year she was born, which was 1992. Did you know that? That I was born in 1992? Yeah. Yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know what year I was born? 1988. Yeah, good job. Crushing it. Um, so do you want to get into it? I've got 15 questions here, and they're all, they're all pretty easy. I don't even know how I'm going to score it. I don't think I'm going to score it. I just want to ask you this. Well, you could score it. Just give me a point for each one, right? There's 15. How many do you think you get? Like, let's make a bet on this, then. If I'm scoring it, let's bet. So what should the bet be? We haven't had dinner yet. Winner gets to pick what we eat for dinner? Sure. Easy enough. Picking what we eat for dinner <laughs> ends up being a reward for us a lot. <laughs> we love food. <laughs> so I've got 15 questions. Let's say if you get 10, point, or 10 out of 15, you win and you pick. Sounds fair. I think there's a couple bonus ones here, and those those will count too. Ten out of fifteen isn't even that good, by the way, but I'll be generous. I doubt they're as easy as you're making them sound. By the way, whether you were born in 1992 or not, feel free to play along at home. Um, but don't troll me. <laughs> I always get trolled. All right, ready? Yep. Number one. This famous talk show host made his final appearance on The Tonight Show. 1992. David Letterman? Not even close. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's a good guess. It's a talk show host, but pretty sure he's still on TV. Fudge. Johnny Carson. Oh, my gosh. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Wow. Okay. You David Letterman like interviewed like Paris Hilton, so that had to have been in the two thousand. Oh my gosh, I feel real dumb already. Man, that was supposed to be one of the easy ones. Ah shoot, no. Number two, this sixty-minute-long CBS TV show was the number one TV show of the year. Sixty-minute-long. Is it sixty minutes? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Yay. There's like, okay, there's no way you were going to get that. So I really had to put the clue in the title. 
I do feel like it's fair because I should have gotten that first one and I did not. So, would you have gotten that if I didn't throw the answer in the question? No, I feel like that you could have said like an hour long or something like that, but I feel like I wouldn't have gotten it. No. All right. So, you're one and one. Um, number three. Boys to Men had the number one song of the year with End of the Road, but which Sir Mix-a-Lot dance classic released in 1992 came in at number two? Can't touch this. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 it's baby got back. The other, you're definitely singing Fudge, MC Hammer. What am I doing? I'm giving you that though. Thank you, but I'm undeserving. But I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh, it's the pressure, man. It's the pressure. It's the lights in here. Number four. This man was the highest-grossing actor of the year, starring in movies Dancing with the Wolves. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and The Bodyguard. Um, 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 um. Kevin Costner? Yes. Um, Dances with Wolves came out in 90. Robin Hood came out in 91. And then Bodyguard came out in 92. Can I throw a bonus question at you? Yeah. There's a song in The Bodyguard that's super famous, and you're going to know it. Yeah, it's also, I know what it is. It's also, I didn't use it, but I think it's one of the top songs of the year, too. It's I Will Always Love You, right? Yep, Whitney Houston. All right, number five. Per IMDb, topping Batman Returns and Home Alone 2, this Disney classic was the highest grossing film of the year. Ah, uh, so many, so many Disney movies came out during that time. The Lion King? Uh, that's a good guess. Uh, I'm pretty sure Lion King came up the following year. Lion King came out in 94. Oh, so many came out during that, like, short period of time. What was it? So it's Aladdin. Aladdin? I didn't realize Aladdin came out before The Lion King. And did you realize it was that huge? Like, the number of movie of the year? I mean, I loved that movie. All right, number six. Name one of the two most common girl names of 1992. Ashley. Yeah? You want to know why? I was going to be an Ashley. Oh. So my mom was going to name me Ashley, but then she realized how popular it was, and so she changed her mind. Not for a bonus point, but you know number two? Um, Emily? Jessica. Interesting. And not for a bonus point, I have to clarify. Where does Kelsey rank? Pretty low, probably. However, I will say this. Almost all of the Kelseys that I've met have been around the same age as me. So I'm going to go with 50th? 23rd. Really? Interesting. All right, number seven. Out of the four major sports, I'm going to give you one point for every champion that you can name and this was hard that's why i'm giving you four four cracks at it so the nfl 1992 champion 
Well, I can tell you who it wasn't. <laughs> um, and yes, that was a dig at the Jaguars. Um, the Patriots. The Washington Redskins over the Buffalo Bills. Ugh. Yeah, NHL. Wait, so am I naming who won? Yeah. Okay. I just need to know who won. The NHL. Red Wings? That's a good guess, but nope. The Penguins over the Blackhawks. Major League Baseball. Uh, the Yankees? Also a good guess, but wrong. The Toronto Blue Jays over the Atlanta Braves. Notice how I'm going for teams that just win a lot, so that way it's a safe bet. And the NBA. The Pistons? Who was very famous in the 90s? Reggie Miller. Uh, yes. She's an Indiana girl. That's oh, why she went with it. Reggie Miller oh, over. Oh, 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 oh. The Bulls. Michael Jordan? Yep. Uh, no point, but yep. So I got none. Four chances, and I got nothing. All right, sticking to sports, because I know that you love sports trivia. Clearly. <laughs> Thanks. In honor of March Madness, name one of the two teams to make the NCAA basketball championship in 1992. Kansas? Duke and Michigan. Uh, I thought I got two guesses. No. Oh, wouldn't have mattered anyways. I was going to say Kentucky. That's also a good guess, but no, Duke over Michigan. It was the Fab Five. Yeah, that's something you would know, not Do you me. know what the Fab Five was? Actually, my dad is so pissed right now. He's a Michigan alumni. He's probably sitting there like, I raised you better than this, Kelsey. I believe their current basketball coach was in the Fab Five, right? Sure was. That's, <gasps> that was a bonus point. Really? If you can get the name. Howard is the last name, right? Yeah. Is that all I need? Sure. Juwan Howard. So Michigan's current coach played for a national championship the year that you were born. He got thrown out of the game. Not this last game, but the game before, huh? Mm -hmm. In the Big Ten tournament. So how does that work? You know what? I'm going to give you the bonus point, even though you got the actual question wrong. Like, that's fair. All right. Number nine. Nintendo was virtually unchallenged in the game console department until January of 1992, when what system took control over the market share. I was going to say Game Boy, but Game Boy is Nintendo. I so, PlayStation? Good guess. That didn't come out for another few years, but it was Sega Genesis. This is not going well. No, and the next one's, next one's kind of hard, too, if you don't know what Sega Genesis... Do you know what a Sega Genesis is? I've heard of it. It's not the one that's like, beep, boop, beep, boop, <laughs> with like the little ball that bounces. That's an Atari <laughs> and Pong, which I've played before. Bob had one. Do you like my version of it? Beep, 
Boop. Well, you can't see it, but she's over here doing it with Boop. each hand. She looks like a robot <laughs> dancing. Anyways, uh, number 10. Sega's rise was large in part due to this iconic blue video game character whose game was the number one selling game of the year. Name him. Is this the one they just made that really creepy movie about him? I cannot confirm nor deny. Ah, and I can't think of the name. I'm not going to be able to get it. Roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's wrong, but I really can't think of his name. That's actually better than your David Letterman guess, but. I it's really wrong. don't know it. Is that your final answer? Is Roadrunner? Well, yeah, just because I can't think of what it is. Sonic the Hedgehog. Ugh. Number 11. Despite entering a plea of guilty but insane, the jury found this killer sane and he was sentenced to 15 consecutive life sentences in February of 1992. It was a big time for serial killers, I must say. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. <gasps> he was sentenced the month before you were born. Oh, my gosh. I feel like people are going to get mad at me for not giving you the bulls. Why? Because you got it. It just, after the hint. It took me three guesses. So you don't want the point? No. Deal. That's been bothering me since that question. All right, number 12. You Can't Handle the Truth it became an iconic quote from which 1992 blockbuster? It's said by Tom Cruise. No, it's not said by Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise is in it, right? Mm-hmm. It's said by Jack Nicholas. No, that's the golfer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! What's his name? Jack Nicholson. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and it's a military movie. A few good men. Yep. Really? Yep. By the way, considering what the film is about, like, can you explain to me why that's the title? I mean, there's good men in the movie. Slim Pickens. Mm, no. Literally a few. There's a few good men in this film. <laughs> That's where the name comes from. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's another meaning to it, but like, the movie isn't void of good men. I don't know why they chose that for the title. Yeah, no worries. There's a few of them. Good. All right, number 13. Jack Nicholas was amazing. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholas was so good in that movie. <laughs> okay, number 13. MTV was once known for showing music videos, believe it or not. Probably after your time. What? But in 1992, they released their first reality TV show. What was it called? The Real World. Yes. 
I don't think you'll get this one, but I thought it was a cool fact. Despite being acquitted three different times in the 1980s, FBI agents finally got charges to stick on this mob boss known as the Teflon Don. He was sentenced to life in prison in June of 1992. Oh my gosh, I don't really know a lot of their names. He's probably the most famous mob boss of all time. We're up there. Don Juliano? Isn't that like a guy's? Yeah, but that's that's wrong. Is that an actual person, though? I think I messed up that name. Okay, no, Don Julio is actually a tequila. (laughs) People are at home and they're like, they're telling us they didn't do a beer review? These two sound wasted. (laughs) It's John Gotti. You've heard the name before. Yeah, I have. That's a cool name. The Teflon Don. They made a movie about him that did, like, terrible. It had John Travolta in it, I think. It was just called Gotti, and it was supposed to be, like, this big, like, film, and it got, like, ripped to shreds. Let me guess the IMDb since you're looking it up. I'm going to say 3.6. Holy cow, it's new, too. It's 2018. 4.8. It's even better than I expected, though. Do you want to know an interesting fact that you probably don't care about, but I'm going to tell you anyways? You know that show I watch, Vanderpump Rules? You know Lala from it? She is engaged, possibly already married to, the director of that movie or the writer. I can't think of his name, but yeah, terrible film from what I've heard. Also, don't add that one to the bucket. I'm like fueling people to put terrible I films won't. in that bucket. I'm sorry, I'm tossing it. Nothing over a nothing under a six gets gets put in the bucket. Uh, nothing under nothing a five. Nothing under a five gets put in the bucket. Kevin Connolly is the director. Ah, uh, that's Leo good, though. Producer? Leo Rossi, Lem Dobbs. I swear. Here, I'll just look up Lala's Beyonce. I'm not making this up. Randall Emmett? Oh, what, maybe it was his production company that owned it? Oh, but he also produced um, The Irishman, so he must have redeemed himself on that one. It could be that his team produced that film or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Regardless, they're connected. I don't think you can win. You've got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, you can only get nine unless you let me give you the bowls and risk it all on this last one. Let me just push through, you know, for bragging rights. This classic American fast food restaurant expanded to Mexico in 1992, but every location was closed within two years. Oh my gosh. I have no idea. Um, I'll give you one more hint. They tried to do it again in 2007, but it also flopped. Dog and Seth? Taco Bell. 
What? Oh, so you're saying it, they expanded to Mexico and it failed in Mexico. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I misunderstood the question, but regardless. You thought that I meant they went to Mexico and then their stores in the United States closed? Yeah, like they oh. failed after going to Mexico in general. But that is really funny. So that is your trivia, 1992 trivia. Wow, I failed. Ethically. <laughs> That's Okay, It's you didn't do that bad. What was my score? You got 9 out of 15. Oh, that's really not bad. Wait, did you give me the bowls? I did not give you the bowls. I did give you Juwan Howard. Oh, my bonus point saved me a little bit there, huh? Yes, we'll do a 1988 trivia in... October. In October. We could could just do this whenever, too. Should we quiz Kira on uh, 2021 (laughs) next November? Kira was born in 2020, and we'll do 2020 trivia. See how well she does. I guarantee you she doesn't give us an answer worse than David Letterman. She can't speak. You're insinuating that not speaking is a better answer than saying David Letterman. Yes, David Letterman for a 1992 last episode is absurd. I do feel really stupid, though, because he's getting a lot of heat right now for, like, his past interviews. And I know for a fact that he interviewed Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton. Like, these people were born around the same time I was born. So, like, why did I say that? I don't know. Real stupid. I agree. Oh, so I, I didn't tell you this yet. Um, I got a text from Kale. Kale Post. Oh, gosh. And he said that they just did the Target Challenge. Did they really? Uh-huh. Him and his wife? Yep. Oh, my gosh. We've been playing our games that we got on the Target Challenge. In fact, we've used pretty much everything that we've gotten each other. I don't have a a beat machine, and I don't want to swear. We'll just say that he said the Target Challenge was effing awful. <laughs> I think it just comes down to, I think most women really like Target. And maybe men just think it's overrated. But I don't want to say that as a blanket statement, but that seems to be what's coming back as feedback so far that was your feedback that was his feedback the shopping part was fine but honestly like there's so many more choices at walmart or even meyer but on do it at a walmart do the target challenge at walmart what if you did it at a mall yeah that'd be fun so one year me and brian and our two friends went to the mall for secret santa and we like met in the food court and we said okay we have what was it like an hour or even probably not even an hour and we all split up in different directions and like went shopping and we had to meet back there like you could do that as a challenge obviously not right now cuz i feel like i feel like a lot of people are probably kind of uncomfortable going to malls right now but like in the future if you found like different categories we could redo it at a mall like that would be super fun cuz malls have the most random stores like, they have stores just dedicated to, like, board games. Well, yeah, keep doing it. I want to know what they bought. Did he say anything? <laughs> I did not ask Kale what he bought in the Target Challenge. All he said was that he has decision-making anxiety, so it was really hard for him to do it. I really want to know. Kira has not barked one time through this. Is she still sleeping? 
let me give you guys a quick update before we wrap it up. Our dog is sleeping on her back and then at the last minute turned to her side. So she's like. She lays weird. <laughs> but she's snoozing. Um, yeah, this is our episode. Uh, we will most likely see you guys for a live on Wednesday because we're getting back to the swing of things. So we will see you then. Bye. Bye.